welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. Uh, I'm here in studio with myself. Ross is not here. Wait, no. Let's ah. go over. Oh, no! I missed oh, no. that. Sorry, 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 sorry. The intro was ruined forever. You set this up. So. All right. It's because you're distracted by looking at my camera yes, binder while you're recording. Oh, let's just leave that Morgan in. Morgan being distracted. Who'd have thunk it? It could yeah. never happen. Oh, God. All right. Let's leave that in then because that was probably a real life experience. I'm actually here with, uh, so it's me and uh, Seth Hello. who's here. And you're not Ross. No, you're not, I'm not Ross at all. No, my name is Mike. It's good to be on. Oh, it's our friend Mike Dixon. All right, <laughs> cool. So Mike, Mike has been part of our group for a very long time and is one of the OGs. Um, we were actually just talking about plans for MAGFest. And Mike, you're Magic Career guys are at MAGFest, right? Yeah, actually. So one of my friends at the time, we were there to do the video game stuff. And he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, do you want to draft? And... You know, I've never heard of Magic. I was like, sure, whatever. It's like 20 bucks or something, you know, super cheap. Fell in love instantly. <laughs> made a shitty Innistrad Vampires deck Beautiful. and killed it. You know what I mean? I was uh, hooked ever since. The, the, um, the first hit is cheap, yeah. Oh my god, no kidding. Especially with no MSRP at that point in time. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Innistrad was a good set to come in on. Innistrad, well, yeah, yeah, that would be a hell of a set to come I, in on. I, I would be amiss from saying that Mike also took a sabbatical from Magic to go to China. What did you do in China? Um, I was teaching over there, so I have an English degree, you know, so money well spent on college. <laughs> 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 Um, actually a good degree, don't don't get me wrong, but I went over there, I was teaching adults, um, it was a good time, you know, but it's kind of hard to keep up with magic when you're in a country that is just, that, it's locked down, you know what I mean, it is what it is, I, lo- I love it. It's both locked down physically and mentally. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw some wild stuff over deep there. Cut. Yeah, deep, <laughs> the first cut is the deepest stuff. <laughs> um, but Ross's schedule is getting really hectic, so Mike is going to be joining us a lot more regularly. Mm-hmm. Dice City has got a bunch of cons coming up, so Mike is also a very large, not like not large in terms of like, he is a large presence, and he is also physically uh, empowering and will beat me up <laughs> if I say the wrong things. So uh, I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, are you going to pivot away from physically large? No, no you're no, not no. actually. He's also Ross's roommate. Stay on he him. lets Ross stay on his couch. <laughs> Ross has a room, very nice room. He's also making a uh, basement area for repairing video games. Oh, so you relegated him to the basement? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need a welding station, I can't have it on the second floor. <laughs> I need to sleep. Uh, so, today we're going to be talking about a, a variety of topics. Um, Mike is going to talk about how kind of it's been to get back into magic, but also, like, he's discovered CDH and has become super passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about... Seth just asked us if we want to get him. Where do we want... Where, what are we trying to do? Magfest, the thing you just mentioned, like, <laughs> two minutes ago. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you also, old, when I mentioned it, also forgot what it was. For some reason, I keep thinking... Despite the fact that we've gone, like, three times. I keep thinking it's Otakon. Um, it's I don't not. Know why. I mean, they're, like, they're like so close in feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even yeah. they're not they're exactly the same. I mean, they're both cons. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm down to go with the, th- as, with the three of us and then one more person that we're... Sp- uh, the only thing that, again... I will hesitate to say is there really isn't a big magic presence at MAGFest. 
But there's a lot of other things to do there, so that's fine. Yeah, that's the big thing. There's there's enough magic to get by. I mean, it's definitely not the focus of the con. But yeah, there's so much other shit that like but you I really don't. Like, but at least in my I also wouldn't be surprised if Dice City is like gonna work at the con. Like, and they they usually they don't might do magic there, well, no, if they if they want to do it this year. I think it would be a new thing. Yeah, well, they're a big video game store now. So. Oh, true, oh, yeah. true, true, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's that's true. Yeah, actually, come to think of it, I'm actually kind of surprised I haven't seen them at MacFest yeah. before. Shout out to Dice City as always. You know, their team again is working incredibly hard. I've never seen them working this hard before. Like they are so fucking busy, it's not even funny. Um, it is pretty popping every time I go. They are processing game. more collections, more things. Guillermo, uh, Fabian, Ross. Uh, Jenny, uh, where are they located? Can you throw the address? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, in Wheaton, uh, in Silver Spring. Uh, I don't have the actual address, but we plugged in enough times where everyone knows where it is. And if you don't go, like... Well, I also don't think we've actually ever said the address <laughs> come to the convention. So, so, so they might not know if they have not looked it up. Man, I am so out of it. Oh, my God. Um, so, <laughs> before Seth got here, we were talking about how Crack Treasure was. Uh, yeah, people are really concerned about that. Apparently. That's a huge change. Yeah, that's a huge change in magic, isn't it, buddy? It, because again, you used to think like Lotus Petal was decently good, but the problem was it cost a card. Do you know what I mean? It was zero yeah. mana, but it it was the, it was a it, slot in a deck. Correct. <laughs> now it's just like fuck you, Lotus Petal. Sorry, I don't know. You're yeah. fine. Uh, like, we bleep everything out with bird noises. Rah! Oh, good. It's okay. me clawing at things. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, all right. So just fuck you, you know, here's a bunch of lotus <laughs> petals that you can just, you know, use whenever, and also you're generating more of them for free on cards that are already really decent. Yeah. Like, looking at Professional Face Breaker, where, yeah, you only get one treasure, but, like, it's got, got Menace to get in. Also, does the Exile thing, or is that Ragavan? Ragavan is crazy. Right, yeah. Ragavan is a crack magic card. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, oh, but the problem is all these cracked cards just generate treasure for free. I was like, if it had only its exile effect, people would probably still try and run it. Yeah. You guys both know CDH better than I do, though. Is is it in fact one hundred percent confirmed cracked? And has it like actually oh, really it's like cracked. broken? Yeah, it's cracked. I mean, it's that's cracked. why. I really haven't so been that's why Dockside extortionist is so expensive. No, no, I know that, but Dockside, Dockside no, no, no. is like we're talking no, like, Dockside oh, is oh, a special oh, case oh, for just being a really oh, busted card itself, oh, you, you not mean, even necessarily. You mean Ragavan? Yes. No, treasures generally. Oh, treasures in general. Because everybody's yeah. been talking about treasures are going to break every format ever, but like I don't treasure actually pay enough attention been, to CDH to really know. Treasure has been, it's it's pretty detrimental in CDH. I mean, so things like smothering tithe, right? Yeah. Uh, see, playing casual. So I actually can. We'll do an activity afterwards because I came up with an actual activity for I the day. I love activities. Um, which is fun. It's uh, it's I'll explain it in a little bit, but yes, the 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 premise of like having a thing do something and then get treasure in addition to it yeah. is is so backbreaking in CDH is that funny like I don't even need to play things like Jeweled Lotus or like so for example Mike's deck he's playing Corvald right so now so I'm playing the treasure guy yeah he's playing the treasure guy extremely good he in has level, no yeah. fast mana and the deck works perfectly fine really no fast it, mana it, wow. no Jeweled Lotus no mana crypt huh. no no working uh, on it, working no, on it. No, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we actually actually just funnily enough made a big trade the other day. You got rid of a full enchantress's presence, an OG one. Like hey OG. man, it's it's a good trade for you because yeah, honestly, it crashed in price. What, but mm-hmm. so 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 what you're saying based based on what I'm understanding is that fast mana, like the thing that I associate with CDH as like a format, like the the, the number one thing doesn't have you just don't you just get there with treasures instead. You can so like, treasures actually better. You because can, they don't cost the card. You can do both. That's crazy. And they, you can do, they, both. do you know how much stuff says like that's why sack Hol- a permanent yeah. and do something? That's why yeah. Holbrook, that's why Holbrook had to be banned. 
And if well, you've seen two normal I mean, EDH, you're trying to be banned because it was much worse. It, it was mu- I can tell you from personal experience, it was much worse than CDH. And I'm someone who is a proponent of all preachers. Like, I, I, yeah, no, I, I will I, stand I, there with a sign in the middle of the street and like raggedy clothes and be like unmanned. But preacher. again, whole preacher <laughs> is not really busted because of. Does it even use use the treasures right? You get, yeah. yeah but, but like, it's a, that part's not broken well, who because of the. the it's not broken because of the treasures. Like I think it treasures is, being it, really it, busted no, it, is it a different is, from like bu- dockside. It, is, it and... is busted because of the treasure. So the interaction with Holbridge, not just allowing okay. the the draw skips, right, is the fact that you wheel, they discard, they don't draw, but you generate a bunch of free mana, so you can continually go off. Right. But what I'm saying is that there is a difference between cards like Dockside and cards like Hullbreacher that are insanely busted and also happen to have treasure interactions. Yeah. And like treasure as like a class of cards. I, I see what you're saying. No. Uh, so it's a half and half. Let, let me. Let yeah. Me. So, so, cause I can say that I've seen this cause I do have the Corval deck for CDH, but I also have just a higher tier Heliod God of the Sun deck that runs all those white, you know, treasure creators now, right? Yeah. The, um, the enchant- with all the enchantment stuff that stacks up on you. Correct. When they realized right? Smothering Tithe was good and they wanted more. Well, not just Smothering Tithe, but the things. same one, the Smuggler Share. Yeah, yeah. So the, what, yeah, so Corvald, of course, is hyper-abuse on tokens. Sure. You know what I mean? On, on those tokens, because they sack themselves, yeah. they draw a card draw, you're going, you're nuts. Heliod doesn't as much, but it's the fact that you have to tell someone, you either put me a turn ahead uh, yeah. If you don't pay the two for smothering tithe, is what it really says. For a turn, you put. Yeah. This is also why I think. Um, uh, what's that counter spell? Is not that great, but we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, the one that the the one. An offer you one. can't refuse. Yeah, uh, I th- I also I also think that's not because good, treasures are too strong. <laughs> so it's yeah. the fact that it's just like they're like I pay the two, or I give Heliod more mana to dump, and it's not even that great a deck. But it's like I give him more mana to dump into his ability, yeah, and then he gets abuse yeah. off that ability. Yeah, it's it's uh, treasure is really good, especially so like there are decks like uh, there are decks like Jetmere, right? Jetmere is a deck that is basically a stacks deck with attacks that puts like young it puts seasoned pyromancer Ragavan, uh, Orin Frostfang. Uh, some really weird cards into the deck and just pivots creatures out really fast and attacks. Mm -hmm. In addition to doing that, you're putting mana out. So when you get farther behind because someone eventually board wipes you and just sets you back to whatever, you're still just able to play Jetmere again and rebuild. The problem with with treasure really is our cards like Smothering Tithe, um, Dockside, Dockside, and uh, and for and for lack of a better uh, uh, analogy, right now, Ragavan when it's early game. So so the problem is still though with some individual cards just being too busted, not necessarily with treasure as like a concept. Yes, it, the problem is is that it becomes a point where you're like, I feel so bad not running these cards. Yeah, like sure. like like in especially in red, anyone who's splashing red right now, like needs. If you don't run Dockside, you're just like. It's better. It's, it's, be- it's better no, than. I'm, I'm, it's better I'm, I'm, I'm than. Like, that. Yeah. It's better because the other thing is like it's better than running some of the mana rocks because like yeah you don't care that your opponent played a bunch of mana rocks you play dockside you caught up yeah then just caught up you you possibly you possibly accelerate yeah you possibly accelerated past them yeah um which is a reason that we talk about counter spells and spot removal but let let's pivot away from this uh because what I learned is what and thank you. Uh, I learned a very important lesson last week. Okay. How important Mirage Mirror is in game interactions with treasure. Oh, God. Well, yeah, Mirage Mirror is great. I've never never used it with treasure. I think a lot of people should be picking up copies of Mirage Mirror um, because one of the best things that you can do 
in if you don't have the access to something like uh, Smothering Tithe or whatever, uh, is leave men open and then copy your opponent's Smothering Tithe on each of your opponent's turns okay. and just. Would you be able to do that in response to a draw, though? You like do it at the beginning of their turn. Right. Yeah, but. You do it on I guess, yeah, you do it on a. You hold yeah, priority. Right. Well, you hold priority, and then you do it in response to the trigger. You put the trigger on the stack. That's what I was asking. Yes. But you wouldn't yeah. even need to do that. You could just do it in your up. In the, in yes, up but you also, you can hold priority and put it in response to the trigger. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it works. Yeah. It's the longer I actually, we were in a game with Min, and Min was like, this is how you want to do it. And I was like, all right, good. Let me do it every turn. Uh, it was really brutal. Uh, but that being said, treasure is less of a mistake than gold. <laughs> well, there's like three True. gold cards. Yeah, well, um, anyway. True. Um, but they need to tone it down. Like, I'll be excited to, like... Personally, I think it's also... Uh, I think another thing we're not talking about is treasure support, which is also crazy. Yeah, so, like, it kind of went a little That's That's kind of more what I'm kind of trying to get at, is, like, what is, like support for, like, the archetype of treasures independent of well, individually busted cards that use treasure well i mean so so then the question becomes right how do you fix it do you fix it the way you fix companion where i you mean add... I, I think i think it's clear cdh is not really getting fixed in any meaningful sense well, cdh is, is actually cdh right now is a healthy format sure i i, I yeah i guess i should, I should with, with the caveat that i, I actually I don't think it necessarily needs one, to be which but... is uh fossil's oracle yeah you don't like fossil's oracle and that's fine i don't oh, I like the 90 percent of black blue or decks any are... blue deck that that it's a it's a win condition. It's not just yeah, it's a, a win condition. It's yeah. the win condition. Like I'm seeing decks built. Like I'm talking decks by people who yeah are most most this stuff. They have no the most Grixis decks play not even Grixis. Yeah. I'm talking any any of that combination. You know what I mean? Esper's trying it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah my, uh, it's a legitimate win bug is trying it, but it's the only they're not running any secondaries. If you if I uh, Inquisition Coast like whatever the one is that I search your deck and take it out, one of those two. That's the game. Cool. You know, unless you beat me down with your commander, I win. And I'm like, that's not really a an interaction that I like. It's too... Because it's, why did we ban... So then go on the campaign of it. Why did we ban Painter, Servant, Grindstone? We, yeah, oh, exactly. Too, yeah, literally exactly Too that. fast, yeah. too consistent. It's literally faster and way more efficient I, than Painter, Servant, Grindstone. I don't know if you've looked at the ban list recently, but Painter, Servant is unbanned. But is Grindstone still? Okay, so they brought it back. Damn. Oh, <laughs> right, but, the, but well, but that's the thing is that there's there's no discussion. It seems well, right. there is discussion about it. But it's not fast, about banning. But it's it's also but like, it's, it's not because it's but, it's a decent amount better than I think that combo. Right, but it's also like when you're talking about the same combos, right? It's like Helm of Possession, Leyline, or Rest in Peace. It's the well, same combo. It's a no, lot less. It's a lot more efficient than that, though. It's a ten, that's a ten mana combo or whatever, uh, or a five <laughs> mana combo yeah. versus a three mana combo. So that's I, a huge difference. I, 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 again, all of this is the caveat that I'm not nearly as into CADH as you guys are. I have a five-color Najila deck that's like four years out of date at this point. It's like it's really, it's, it's, it's really old. But like the last cut or the last change I made to it was when Thassa's Oracle came out, and I was just like, I'm already running Demonic Constellation. Let's put this card yeah, in my extra, deck. It's and an now, extra win and now, but it's not even extra win condition. It's just by far the best win condition in the deck. Like, I can do, like, when the, the last time I played that deck, it, it's almost always better to just go for that than to go for, like, Najila on tap steps and whatever, which is a more interesting way to win. And it's just like, it feels dirty. It feels like it's like, I'm, like, I'm right. cheating. So you, so you like, both would like to see Thassa's Oracle banned? I, I'm not sure I say it, it definitively 100% needs to be banned, but I, I think I'm probably more I'm, in I'm the getting there. I'm, I'm definitely the getting there, like, especially because there's a lot less interaction that you can do with Thassa's Oracle. You can stifle the draw. You can stifle the trigger. Who's your, but again, not, that does not get there. This is this is argument. every time it's like 
oh, you can counter the spells. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. You know, so you can counter it. Slayer Angel dies to Doomblade. What a what an old callback. And this what an old. I would say that this is it's bad because even with you know Painter Servant stuff like this. You know, You're not even seeing those get played by the way. I know they're not. They're actually being notice, played. But notice, that they're shows being how played, much more powerful. They're being played That's more because they don't need legacy. To. Yeah, they don't need to. So, because Foss's Oracle is only countered by, like, a, very, a much smaller subset of cards. Because destruction doesn't stop it. Yeah. Because there's enough, even if you destroy it, the trigger stolen stack. So you need to have Stifle. You need to counter it. Or you need to have, very specifically, a draw card effect for your opponent... Or a, or a, a effect that puts it. That's why people play endurance and mutagenic growth, though. And and uh, I, and I don't doubt it. Yeah. yeah. But so but. in the same vein, there are also two other cards that do the same effects that are in the usually in the decks, Correct. which are Jace Wheeler of Mysteries and Laboratory Maniac. Okay. No one's running Lap Man. I have oh not my, seen one deck. You'd be so surprised. Okay. I mean, one Laboratory Maybe Man. I am. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I'm but since Lab Man costs three and Jace costs four, and Jace's trigger is a lot more awkward to to to, to get off. Guess like, what? Thos's Oracle costs. It's drastically less yeah, efficient. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, two? Oh, is that? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, it also doesn't have to stay on the field. Like it doesn't. That's a huge. Uh, thing, you don't. Thing you also don't need to force yourself to draw a card. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. We we get it. There's a ton of minor things about Thos's Oracle. That makes Fine. it so, infinitely better. We, we could rant about Thassa's Oracle for the rest of the podcast. I don't want to do that. Sorry, um, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the rest of the podcast. We could keep going, but we yeah, probably we shouldn't. Keep going. Now on a demonic consultation. No. <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> You're just gonna go on a tainted path into Monster Guy. I actually am fine with demonic. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I ran demonic in Nadila before Thassa's Oracle came out. Like, I only needed. It has a downside. It has a very it has a very real downside. You can build around it. Uh huh. I'm fine. With it. it could just kill you randomly. I'm fine. It's totally possible. Alright, I've, I've, I've lost self-control. Uh, the point is, <laughs> if you don't name Uncle Istvan with Demonic Consultation, what are you doing? Oh, shit. Naming Stormcrow. Naming Stormcrow. <laughs> naming Stormcrow. Naming Vega the Watcher. Um, but we also, like, the, the, the weird thing is, like, Mike and me a couple... Was it last week? The week before? I don't remember anymore. Um, went to a casual... Magic event, right? Last week. And a lot of the stuff that we used to see, we've talked about before, doesn't get to see play anymore, which is just so weird to me. Like, yeah. Do you want me to bring out my my Shroom deck that has not been touched? No, I don't. Like, you, <laughs> you, 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 it was just, it's like, so I came up with a little game to play uh, on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to name two cards, and you're going to tell me the one that sees play right now and the one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in what format? In... in just regular EDH. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go off the list. Uh, so, I have a list here. Also, based, see, sees play where? Like, are we saying, like, just normal like, EDH. Based on, like, EDH rec stats? Like, what are we actually... Uh, I would say a, you see it. You've seen it versus the other card, probably, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like, it's, maybe this is local-based. I'm just saying, I feel like there's a big caveat that this is going to be a, a limited perspective. Maybe you can do on, both. Which you can do both. You can say, well, I've seen it in person, but I haven't seen it on EDH rec. Yeah. 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 Have okay. I mentioned that, like, I'm also, like, stupid? Um... Once or twice. Yeah, that's fine. I also have some issues with the EDA track right yeah. now. Well, that's, trying to do some that's, that's also fair. It has yeah. a ton of issues right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Good resource. Good, good, good resource. resource. I use so, it to try not to use it too much. Abrupt Decay versus uh, Assassin's Trophy. Uh, maybe Ross, I think, runs Abrupt Decay, but that's because he's in those colors. Ross, Ross runs both. Yeah, right, I yeah but I'm saying, but you're only running if you're a Golgari only, really. 
Yeah, I would assume Trophy would see more play than Abruptica, right? Yeah. Seth, yeah. Seth is right. Uh, Trophy it's, sees it's, more it's play than It's a better card yeah. in most circumstances. Okay. Well, well I, 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 a lot of circumstances. I started off with an easy one. Girl. If people forget when that card came out, people were like going nuts. Yeah, Abruptica changed formats. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a it's a real magic card. No, changed formats. Dead Eye Navigator. And Consecrate Six. Dead Eye doesn't see anything anymore that I've seen. Yeah, I literally haven't seen a Dead Eye in forever. And like, how weird is that to you? Like, think about some of the stuff that used to get done with Dead Eye Navigator. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When that I'm, again, parent, you're like infinite flicker. What? I'm gonna be honest. That's crazy. Even in the height, I never saw Dead Eye Navigator as all that egregious. Like, like people won games. I want you. It's a powerful card. I want you to go and have a conversation with Min about that. Then okay, <laughs> I, I've had many conversations Cause, cause with Min. Min. We often disagree. Stuff like, out. no, Min. Min hates Dead Eye Navigator. Hates Dead Eye Navigator. I don't think it's that. Again, it's so much mana. It's it's a huge okay. mana. Set. All right, all right. Okay, I'm, I get. It. I'm not. The, the card's good. It goes like, infinite. I think that's it, so it, easy. I think that's it, it makes sense that it's gotten outclassed recently. Okay, like honestly. So leyline of anticipation, and. The other card was Fire and Emancipation. Oh, it's Fire and Emancipation. Fire and Emancipation is the enchantment that does, uh, if you would deal damage to a source, it deals three times that much damage. Oh, that one. Oh. Yeah, okay, I know that card. Hot I, take, I, I never thought Leyline of Anticipation was that good. Um, that's, that's, same, but that didn't stop me from running it. In that's, like, a, well. that's, that's, a, that's an actual hot take, but you're, yeah, you're both right. Leyline of Anticipation has, has just disappeared from yeah, us. The problem is if it didn't... I, I mean, I, honestly, I stopped running it in most of mine. If you even. drew Leyline of Anticipation for turn one, you just looked at it and you were so, so blown. Okay. Yes. Like, it was... Contra- yeah, I've, it's, it's happened to me. It's been bad. Okay. So. This is an interesting one. Oh, yeah? Commander's Plate versus Champion's Helm. I'm pretty sure Donald is the only person I've ever seen run Commander's Plate. What the hell's a Commander's Plate? Uh, Commander's Plate gives the Commander, I, I believe it's protection from that. But it's got like Commando Equip where it's cheaper to put on Commander's. Okay. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Hold Please, on. I need yeah. some, I also need mana values because that, you know, you yeah. can say like, oh, it, it does this great effect, but it costs 90 and you're like, okay. Well. And, but anyway, that's also my answer. I've literally only ever seen Donald play Commander's Plate. Uh, Commander's Plate that. is, a, first of all, just for your information, it's a $15 card. It's one mana. Okay. It's an equip for equip commander for three or equip for five. Mm-hmm. Equip creature gets plus three plus three and has protection from each color that's not your commander's color identity. Oh, they're very different cards, honestly. Right. I would see this more as uh, what was it? Our gentle armor, the one that blew up something. Whatever, yeah. Like, the time where it's like six 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 to play, six to equip or whatever. That's because people of a are all, third thing. <laughs> that's a little bit closer. It's not you know. Yeah, it's closer. The same, yeah, but. I think well because. What is the other card we're talking about? Champion's Helm. Champion's Helm. Yeah, Champion's Helm is like cheap protection, cheap hex. Champion's Helm is a $27 card. Uh It's three mana. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two. As long as the equipped creature is legendary, it has hexproof and is equipped for one. I see that more analogous to like Swiftfoot Boots, whereas the Commander's Plate would be more like a Voltron deck. Okay. And I mean, a Voltron deck would probably run both, but I I think it's more like... not See, even. I really don't like running either of these realistically. I mean, yeah. And I run, I run a lot of decks that are like very commander specific. I just, you know, commander focused. Yeah. So I, sh- and not even because Helios indestructible and Corval doesn't really. And also, usually not well, often yeah, not a creature. Not yeah. Well, it's not even not. A Actually, no, he's probably quite usually a bit because you're in mono white, so you have to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, both of these, I'm just like, I'd rather just. Advance my board state than try and keep. I again. One we're, thing. We're, so what? What is the answer here? What are we? The, the answer is uh, actually uh, commander's play is seeing more play than champion's helm. That's surprising. 
Yeah. Uh, like, these are stats that? taken off of a couple different websites and the different and, and over the course of like. Sorry, in champions helms equip and. I I I'm well that that actually highlights a, 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 one of the problems with the EDA track. I think that's wrong. Uh, it's not like, EDA track. I'm sourcing from. I'm sourcing from multiple websites. Oh, you know why? Sure. What so I, you can but, slam down I, I, commander's plate turn one and then equip. So you, you can, can use it to get like metal craft and shit. Yeah, I guess if the, yeah, I, guess, I think I guess that the cards is, if I had to guess that would be the a idea. three mana equip cost is see, but they're still if you're just high using it for the man. If you're like, if it's the secondary part is the protection, and you're using it, maybe you're using it like a Cheerio. You but it's also, plus, it's also the plus. It's also the plus three. Well, it's also not even it's not it's also not even guaranteed protection based on your. Commander. It's the plus like three in, plus three that is the relevancy. Here. I don't. Well, well, but this is what that's what I'm saying, and I'm, I'm not saying just EDA tricks specifically, but I'm saying all of these like data aggregation sites, I. I, I would run Champion's Helm in way more decks than I would okay. in, in that's fine. Commander's Fight. Maybe that's just my playstyle, but like it feels weird that it's more popular. All right, the next one might surprise you. Uh, Gilded Lotus versus Solemn Simulacrum. Uh, most people don't run Solemn anymore, right? Yeah, that was the saddest thing for me. Solemn used to be almost an auto-include. I mean, I still do, honestly. But like, yeah. not, Solemn is, it is, is virtually non-existing in almost every yeah. list that exists now. That's one of the like cards I think Solemn, of when I'm like, rip. oh, people yeah. don't play that anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that, that blows my mind on so many levels. It's I don't know. know like, I think it's understandable. I think it's also just... I think the one thing we do have to look at, too, is... Um, it was also run a lot because cause I was going through my Shroom deck, and I was like... I was running the good lands you know what i mean at the time i think i just didn't have two of the duels for it yeah i was still running a shit ton of basics like because yeah. you there were not as many good duel lands. i was like oh do i actually want to that, that i'm so glad that you said that it leads into the next two that i have on the list but good go on yeah but so i mean because the problem is now is i'm looking at brand i'm like i can't run any basics so i lose completely half of solemn's game plan and yeah. for four that's a that's a, an aggressive slot now. Well, yeah. Sol Solemn was also run back in the day for, from what I understood, basically two main reasons. One, it was it was uh, ramp and color, and color fixing outside of green, um, and it's just gen it's just like generally good value. And EDH mm -hmm. used to be more of a generally good value format, and right. it's it it, it the as arms you, race has continued, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now. Now the the non green decks don't need as much color fixing, or they've gotten much better which, options which, in stuff like Smothering Tithe. Um, oh, treasures! You're saying treasures yeah, tre yeah, treasures. Yeah. Treasures actually do have actually <laughs> which, probably affected that a lot. Which, and also, you just don't need the dorky value from something. Which actually gets me to a point. I'll stop the game for a second. Where I almost think they could unban Primeval Titan. No. Oh, Prime. <laughs> and I want you to think about this we've, for a second. I swear to God, we've talked about this no. five times. No, I'm gonna say no again for right. Prime Time because right. I was there <laughs> when Prime Time got banned. Look, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I, at this point, unban it so I can reanimate it with Chainer. At this point, no, 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 because no, no, no. people forget. That's my, that's, the, that's my position. The, and the, next, to it. the next, no, no, I'm, you brought up Prime Time. I'm not, I'm not allowing this because okay? <laughs> you are forgetting <laughs> fundamentally. I, I know what it does. Relax. I'm not. I'm no, but it gets it lands, dude. Sure. So, so many I'm lands. About to blow, I'm about to blow your mind with, okay. with the next three. Okay? Go ahead. Okay. I'm, I'm going to sure. softball you on this one. Mm -hmm. Frexian Metamorph <laughs> versus Crucible Worlds. Versus Crucible Worlds. Probably Frexian. Uh, again, those, are, okay, those are very, very different cards. Yeah, they're like not even close. But, I, to but I, I'm just saying, on a if I just had to go on raw numbers, what's being run? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not Crucible. I'm just going to. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, those are like, why are you even comparing them? There, I wrote some stuff. Okay, uh, Rexian, because it can be I would imagine that Morph would see more play. It's 
Mostly so better. Why? They're effectively why? the same. Why? Metamorph is just I better. I so like, like I'm crazy, way. you know what I mean? But like, well, and I agree with you because I'm, I'm a Metamorph guy because like, well, so to be fair, Sculpting Steel also is not blue. Like, it could, it physically can be run in more decks. So like, I oh, guess true. that's true, 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 true. the reason so, I mean. So, here's another one that's going to blow your brain apart. Um, Mox Amber versus Gilded Lotus. Just my, is my, is Mox my, Amber is the one is the zero mana Mox that if no, I know, you have a legendary permanent legend, yeah. it taps for that color. I would say Gilded Lotus. Are you saying are you, you going to say that Mox Amber is more? Yeah. Why? Where? Who? Get, so I mean, I'm I'm going to need to ask where you are getting this. I'm sourcing these from not Hold only on. EDH Rec Scryfall. I'm okay. sourcing them from. Uh, I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up the EDH Rec page for I'm, Mox Amber see, right now. Mox Amber is a it's a good card. Don't get me wrong. It's just a little awkward because you have to have a legendary permanent. Most people do not run Guild Lotus in their casual decks anymore. I know. No, I get that. So that I get is five mana. That's good. It's in three percent of decks on any track apparently. Where's Mana Crypt? <laughs> that, how does that compare? I'm gonna compare. Yeah, I'm gonna compare that to like Mana Crypt. Because they're both fast mana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like they're both fast mana. Just this one has a, an aggressive. Downside. But this is also to make us think and also to make listeners think, right? Remember, our we have listeners to this podcast. See, okay, this all right, a, hold this on. This is hold. just a this is a fast mana versus slow mana. The problem is, is Gilded Lotus at five means you're going from five to eight, and that's not nearly as impactful as going from. You know, let's say because yeah. I'm looking at when this is really going to turn on. Sure. So three I, to four. I source this in addition to three, two other cards, right? I source yeah. it in addition to Dark Steel Ingot, mm-hmm. which used to be eight. Yeah, an no, that's an actual ad. So, so, so and Skyclave Relic, which is basically the same is. card with Kicker that makes copies of itself. That's like a decent amount better, though, honestly. Here's like, but Guild, Solid Simulacrum, Gilded Lotus, and Dark Lingit do not see play for the exact same reason. They've just been outclassed. You just don't need them anymore. Which like is that's, the that, saddest, that, it's, not, it's not more complicated Which is sad. Well, you know what sees play over all of them? Foil Gilded Lotus. Chromatic Orrery. Chromatic I saw that over the all of them? Yes. You know why? Because it fixes colors. It fixes colors, bro. You need to like really read that card. I was I'm just reading confused. it. I'm Okay. Chromatic Orrery is the one that is from M21. I want to circle back though for a second to yeah. Mox Amber though. Yeah. Mox, so I just looked up, Mana Crypt is in 14% of decks on EDA track. Yeah. Compared to 3% for Mana, for, for Mox Amber. Those are still very different numbers. Well, it's because Mox Amber has a huge downside to it. Right. Which is that, because you got to remember, you got to think, okay, well, I got to get a legendary creature. Unless you're playing like Isamura Hound of Conda, you know. You're, let's assume you're running a deck that is maximizing profit off of this, right? Yeah. So your commander is probably two or three. Yeah. Okay, so you or have a zero. Easy, or, or zero. zero Play it and ignore the wary. Let's go. That's right. a deck that's fallen off. Like it's in like, I Oh know, my yeah. god, I know. <laughs> I, have, I, I literally have considered building. I think that's a great deck to rebuild. Warstorm Surge, all the all the Avarice Totem shenanigans. That's that, a fun that deck. Was, that was one of the most fun decks of the, but, of the last one. You know, so you're... The difference is, is that unless you're running our zero mana cost guy, you know, it's coming online about, it's run, coming online about the same time that uh, Darksteel Ingot would, which yeah. is about turn oh three. So, anyway, my, 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 my point this here is that I think the, the, the exercise has been comparing, like, oh, it's crazy that Mox Amber sees more play than Gilded Lotus, but, like, still doesn't actually see that much play. Well, because Gilded Lotus doesn't seem so, like neither of them. Like yeah, we're comparing small numbers. So here. one of the last ones is is, is really gonna okay. blow, your, big, blow big. your mind. Okay. okay. Strip mine versus wasteland. Um. Well, wasteland's more expensive to like physically obtain, right? No. 
Yes, nope. isn't it? Then strip mine? Am they're, I crazy? They're about the same price. Are they the same price? Are they oh, really? Expedition fun. reprints and because Wasteland has now been printed. I'm, I'm looking up Wasteland. Quite a so few amount of times. Eternal like, Masters. Look an idiot. Yeah. No, I do not what want Wasteland? Wasteland by T.S. Eliot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it, I mean, is Wasteland seeing more play? 24 bucks on TCG Wasteland. Strip mine? Is 12 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Fine. And sure. so it's Whatever. still well. Hold on. That's on. Yeah. No. That's that's CCG. Yeah. T- Fourteen. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, what's the answer? So which, what's the answer? The wasteland is seeing more player. That's that's weird. Yeah. Because it's more expensive. Yeah. And also worse. Is it just people forgot what a strip mine is? So I, that, well, yeah, no, that's this is. The, I think this possibly, is the most perplexing one because strip mine is, is literally like, cheaper and literally here's better. Here's the other reason that I think a lot of, and this is this is the weird, and this is why I said it would break your brain. Yeah, what? when is the last time you went into a game, and pe- I think society has finally hated out society. the mass, <laughs> yes. the mass land. We do live in a society, well, though. The mass land destruction decks. They finally hated those decks out. Remember when Azusa was actually much more expensive, Storm Cauldron, cards like that, mm-hmm. even um, just like you would sit down at a table and there would be, you would auto-include Strip Mine and Wasteland in the deck if you had them because they were both well, depending turn, on off, turn off Urborg, turn off uh, Coffers, coffers, coffers off, turn off Thespian Stage. So turn off a uh, uh, guy's cradle if someone you know managed to have it in a group. Turn off and sh- uh, turn off y- your. Uh, oh yeah, yeah uh, turn uh, off Sarah Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn Here's... off pol- turn off academy runes. Yeah, yeah, okay. We we there are a lot of lands that it kills. That's what they do. Um, the <laughs> but those were threats. Is I, what we're I but yeah. what I'm saying is you are looking back on this nostalgic past where everybody used to run both of these cards. But the... you understand? Remember, please let me finish. Yes. Understand? Remember that. For a decent portion of our playgroup's existence, and this is just our playgroup, so I don't know, maybe if you're yeah. seeing elsewise, I played a Mazes End deck and won pretty consistently with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I submit that there were not as many wastelands and strip mines running around as you are remembering. I, I also think it's that, well, because you had to be at a certain power level where people cared about, because one, I guess the problem was we were a fairly high power playgroup for old EDH. Okay, we were, yes. we were assess- yeah. excessively high for the time. We were pretty um, high, yeah. So the difference was, is that, like, if you're in a casual group, if you, you know, most people are, casual, most people are not going to be able to afford Guy's Cradle. Yeah. Even for, you know, the $35 that uh, Crucible used to be, you were like, oh, God, I'm pricing me out here, you Mm -hmm. know, it's too expensive. So, and Maze's End is maybe the only one where they would think about it. Yeah. But even then, the casual person's going to be, I'd rather run Acidic Slime. Yeah. Then, you know, because it's a creature, too. And yeah, I which I could or... I could easily play around way more Correct. usually. Correct, because it's five mana. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But remember that. That was also another one. A six line. Speak of the fucking metal. A six line has fallen out of favor, which is so bizarre. Yeah. Well, because it's been, look, I mean, look, compare it to, what are you, the... Um, the, Reclamation Sage? Well, yeah, Reclamation Sage. Well, no, is, like, is, is the, the new one also the, like, Druid of Putrefaction or something? Purification? The one that, like... Naturalizes all of your opponents. Obviously, it doesn't it lands, but I, I just don't know it. I'm sorry. That sounds like this an insane smart. card. <laughs> Green is not what I've been focusing on as much. Since... I'm gonna look it up. You guys Says the Corvald player. <laughs> because Corvald actually only kind of runs. The only thing I really had to learn was like finale. You know what I mean? And maybe Rune Excavator, the snake that does. Rune Excavator. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And then everything else is just legacy stuff that I had anyway from Druid uh, of Purification. When Druid of Purification enters the battlefield, starting with you, each player may choose an artifact or enchantment you don't control. Destroy each permanent chosen this way. But they choose. Uh, right? yeah, yeah, okay. That, so they choose. Okay, that, that card difference. is not what I was remembering. That's no, even okay. worse now because treasures exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. Oh, For some no. reason, I thought it just naturalized. Hot take: I'd rather build a land than a treasure. <laughs> well, that is that is yeah. quite a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Well, fun. next time you have a guy's cradle on the field, I'm gonna play this, and you can. If really... I have no creatures, yeah, I'm blowing up the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> that well, happens but... more often than more human probably like. Honestly, that's also like I like part... Chainer did a lot better than usually it probably should have because most times people just didn't kill Michael Ball Coffers. Yeah. Uh, so another one is Masker Worm versus oh, uh, Damnation. Versus Damnation. I mean, I, I again, I would assume Damnation would see more play because it's more flexible. It also yeah. got printed more. It also got printed more. Yeah. Well, yeah. well that used to be the hard part back though? in the days. It was just Masker hard to get one. Five dollar card. Yeah, that's why I figured it couldn't yeah, be that bad. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, Damnation sees. Well, I mean, but again, they, they they fulfill very different roles. So it's the same thing with like all. I'm it, not really putting. Well, no, Masquerade Mas Massacre Worm does fulfill the board wipe effect. It also kind of not not as it's not as flexible. It's minus two is not I, I like almost, a guaranteed. I, well, board I almost did Damnation versus Toxic Deluge, but I feel like that you would have gotten. That would be a more that would be a more interesting question because those two cards do the same thing more or less. Well. Because those are those are pure, you know. Just you need the board gone. Get rid of it. Masquerade will this, not do yeah. that for you. Yeah. Um, Don't remember. This is speaking of somebody who loves the shit on Masquerade. Great card. Love it. It's not a board wipe. Um, so you know, we're just we're seeing that the evolution of EDH is casually ish. It, the things that I would think are more in casual are just very difficult to upkeep. Even things like, and and I hate to say this, Signets. Versus talismans completely are different. Seeing more talismans are seeing more playing casual decks than signets are. Because I, mean, I think signets are awkward. Easy, <laughs> I think it's just because they're such an easy swap. You know what I mean? Like even a casual person can see like, oh, I play this on the same turn, and be, you know. And I think even casual people are getting like the because it used to be like we didn't want to spend life at all. If you were spending life, you know that effect better be amazing, right? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I played it. Looking at necropotence, you know what I mean, or stuff like that. Like no. you're like, oh man, card for a thing, but like, yeah. no, that is a big change. And I think it's because EDH used to be a slower format. You could get away with the signets. Land Soul Ring Signet was a blowout on turn one. It's still pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Land Sig Land Soul Ring Top is better, but you know, I'm. Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends. But even like what you're the, playing, what the, the lack is. of. What, what what I was also seeing is the lack of planeswalkers in casual EDH decks was so amazing to me. Yeah, because they're bad in multi. They're bad. Planeswalkers are hard to keep alive. Yes. Unless you are like, you know, like I think that's something people are finally realizing is that because it we used to be like if you saw a planeswalker like oh my god it has all these effects and yeah. you would always do the well, we're gonna die. Oh, oh, you, if you ult it, you win, bro. Did you yeah. yeah. I, I can play Tefridin. You can't you can't attack someone smothering tithe to death. Yeah, that'd be so good. Like that's the I, well, I wish you could, but yeah. you cannot. And that's uh, I've been beating this drum for a while. That yeah, planeswalkers are yeah. most people. Should, if you're running a planeswalker, it needs to fulfill a specific role in your deck. Don't play them as just value nonsense. Which is which is what I was trying to do. Actually, speed the devil. I was trying to make a uh, uh, Nicol Bolas Grixis Walker proliferate type thing. Yeah, you could you could do that, but that's like a game plan. 
Again, that's the game. <laughs> even though that game plan doesn't. Even going through it, I was only picking the walkers that like if I proliferate once, that's yeah. the game. Yeah, it's over. Just and even then, like, there. how the fuck do I protect them at end of turn? Yeah, like, but like, I think you. Oh man, uh, even seeing not even seeing cards like metal worker anymore is yeah. strange to me for like the niche decks. Yeah. Like, well, really, there's not that many artifact decks, dude. other than treasures, I guess. Even now, artifacts which are technically artifacts. Are, are only running like a fifth of your deck as artifacts instead yeah. of like the, the half or above that it used to be. The last artifact deck I played was that like Tano's deck I made like three years ago. No, you played Zabaz. Like, oh, yeah, Zabaz. Yeah, I barely consider Zabaz an artifact deck. Yeah. Zabaz was a deck that had artifacts. What do you mean? You were sort of a Shurkai deck. It's also, I mean, it's not really an artifact deck exactly. It's like, yeah, it's vehicles, they're artifacts, but it's not really what I think of when I think of, like, oh, this is an artifacts deck. Well. The well, most artifact deck in that card is Mirrodin Besieged. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. Unwinding Clock has seen more play than half the cards that we used to. Anyway, um, this has been a fun little experiment, thought experiment, but um, we'll wrap up with some just, like, we've gotten some Dominary United spoilers, um... Nothing really too major yet. Uh, anyone got any predictions for the set? Anyone got any... Uh, if are they... you excited for the set? Or are you kind of... I'm, I'm kind of... I mean, I like the Fractions. I think the Fractions are one of the... Probably, cool. the, probably the best, like, arch-villains in the, in, in the IP. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah. infinitely. Sorry, I have an issue with Eldrazi as a storytelling idea. Yeah. But the Phyrexians are cool. Give me, like, a Elish Norn. Also, Elish Norn's one of the few white creatures, I think, in story they've done well, where it's, like, it's a white creature, but it's not because it's, you know, good, just, whatever. And yeah. It's kind of the same with Avacyn. It's because it's fair. It's technically, it's just pure fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone gets negative one, negative one is against me. Everyone's before me gets plus one, plus one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think that's the, the whole, like, darker aspects of all the colors of... For extra, I think that's 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 neat. I'm glad to see them do that more. I mean, we'll see how they I stick the landing. I want to see what they're gonna do with. I mean, seriously, I'd like to see what they do with Tefri. Tefri was one of the cool. Sorry, I like the story of magic, so I like to. I like coming in and seeing, especially with like what they've done with Tefri to get him back in. That, oh uh, well, he still dies at this very specific point in time, but because he's a time mage, he said all these adventures before he got to that point. I'm like, that's super cool. That's I such a great idea. I just need to know what they did with my, with my boy Koth. I need to know where he is. Koth. He's a. Uh, He's, he's probably seen better days, but I want to see him again. Um, but for Dominaria, yeah, I want to see, you know, if we get a good new Elish Norn, who, you know, what... There was a, there is a, a Shellagrid running around. He was leaked. Yeah. Well, maybe a leak happened that may not be real. Let me, let me, let me double check. It, it feels real enough. It fe well, it, it feels real because it has two separate timing restrictions. Oof. <laughs> so, which is every other which is how which is how, is, how wizard designs cards yeah, which is so. which is how every predator seems like it is interacting so far uh well not really not necessarily but yeah that, that's the i don't know people were people are comparing it to do we want do you want to read it do we want to do this yeah, i got it i got it if i can read this. so uh sheldred insidious conqueror three black black uh ward discard discard two cards whenever a non-token creature you control dies draw a card this ability can only trigger once each turn whenever a non-token creature an opponent controls dies if an opponent discards a creature card put that card directly from the graveyard onto the battlefield under your control this ability triggers only once each turn so it's it's a it's a fixed uh to a grid yeah, and that's the problem. Is you know, 
Tigridin or whatever their name exists, and they they're just so yeah, powerful. It, it's just a, it's a good amount worse. I mean, I don't know. I like that effect generally. I think it's neat to have. I think some people honestly, there'll be some people who are like, I want to play that effect, but I don't want to play Tigrid because she generates a whole lot of hate. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's neat. It has, it has room to exist. Assuming it's real, which we don't. It of might course, not be. and they. I think it looks real, but it, it could. The we'll the see. art is on point. I would say if it's yeah. not like it, it is a good fake. Yeah, it, yeah. If it is, if it is not real, it is a. I mean, we all thought the Vornclex, uh that got spoiled for Call Time was a fake, and that was definitely not. <laughs> uh, did we? Yeah, I don't know. So a lot of people did. A lot of people. Some people did. Yeah. Um, um, is there? I mean, do we know what the returning mechanics are? Kicker. Uh, kicker? Oh. Kicker. Yeah, kicker, the kicker. Yeah. They'll make one borked kicker card and then everyone will forget about kicker. And they'll know kicker only for that one borked card. Yeah, well, none of that matters because every mechanic actually just is kicker. All mechanics are kicker. Yeah. All right. Well. You do one thing or you do a different thing. All right. It's well, <laughs> thank you to, to everyone who tuned in this week. Um, as always, we're going to shout out a couple places. We shout out Dice City Games, uh, Far Galaxy Games, Big Planet Comics, uh, Third Eye Comics. Um, this new place you saw in uh, College Park? Game oh, yeah, Castle. I did see a new place in College Park. If anyone wants to take a trip down there called Game Castle, it's Game Castle. interesting. I've heard it recommended, actually. I might try to go down there myself at some point. You also want to shout out our sponsor? Our shout out, our sponsor. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not really our sponsor. <laughs> Liquid Death, give me a sponsorship, please. Yeah, not not sponsor, not actually not sponsor. Not actual sponsor. sponsor. Liquid Death, I need you to sponsor me. These these are getting me through the day. But don't sue us for asking. Please sponsor us, and also don't, don't sue, sue us, us for asking don't, you to sponsor us. Don't sue us. Uh, MTG North, uh, Bad Boy <laughs> Gaming, uh, Pack Opening Addict, um... MGG Wildcat, some really good YouTube content creators that uh, I've recently started connecting with, and they're pretty sweet, so go watch them open packs, because I appreciate them. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting uh, me yeah. through the days instead of buying packs and just opening them myself, so I appreciate them for doing what they do and having people spend money and them opening packs, because... I don't have that lifestyle anymore. <laughs> I can't have that lifestyle anymore. Except every time um, we go to Dice City, he definitely yeah. buys. Shut up! He, 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 he says about an hour after being unable to bring his nose out of my trade monitor, like, <laughs> physically incapable. I get like the shakes and the scratches and the sweats. Mm, yeah, with yeah. The, with I actually messed up actually. the opening bit because of this trade binder. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have a problem. You can stop at any time. He's literally scratching like, himself right now, just to, like give you a visual. Just having thing. withdrawal symptoms yeah. in front of us. Like right he's now. actually yeah. scratching his arm. So if you hear this in the audio, that's what's happening. Yeah, listen, 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 listeners, again, this is an audio medium, but it is important for you to know that Morgan is literally having a withdrawal episode in front of us, scratching his arms. And we're laughing. And like, <laughs> if one of those YouTube content creators want, wants to hit me up so I can, I can get, you know. So you can get your fix. Get, get my fix. That would be fucking fantastic. Um. And as always, uh, find us on Twitter uh, at kicking underscore myself. Uh, send us an email at uh, kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com. Um, like us on the socials. Follow us. Do the things. Uh, send us your bad beat stories, your spec stories, your stories about magic cards you found in the wall. I don't know at this rate. You know, just send me stuff. I want, I, want, I want to be able to regale you with fun stories. Um, Michael will be back next week. Um, cause Ross is in 
Oblivion right now. Uh, <laughs> tired boy. Tired boy. I, I will. I will not be. What? I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of town next week. Again? Yeah. God damn it. Why? Yeah, me and Morgan can have a very intimate conversation. Yeah, we're gonna. We're yeah, gonna, you can do it. Do it. I'll, I'll drag somewhere. That's. Oh, you do this to me, Seth. You do this to you. It's you despite you specifically. I don't. I don't actually have any other interest. It's actually just purely despite you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Seth. Why don't you take us out with one of your serenades about how much you hate the card Primeval Titan? You really did not think about that before. Nope, you said didn't think about it at all. Nope, 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 because usually someone tells me to take us out with the kicking myself. I'm gonna get Liquid Death as a sponsor and open some packs on YouTube theme song. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>